Welcome to Improve with Stephanie, a thought-provoking podcast about business improvement strategy, leadership, and innovative technology. Improve with Stephanie will interview CEOs, CFOs, thought leaders, and innovators. Stephanie, CEO of Nelson Legacy Enterprises International, is our host. She is crazy passionate about business and the evolution of people. Thank you for joining. Now let's listen in. And now, this week's sponsor. J Publishing House Incorporated creates best-selling authors that need a safe space to write about the hard-to-talk-about conversations. J Publishing provides a community of support for adult survivors of abuse. As an author with J Publishing House Incorporated, you receive 75% royalties at book launch and 100% sales forever. As a published author with J Publishing House Incorporated, you get worldwide distribution and print on demand. If you are interested in learning more about J Publishing House Incorporated, please visit www.jpublishing.com. The Improvement Award highlights local, regional, national, or international organizations that are excellently innovative, improving the lives of people and communities. If you are interested in receiving the Improvement Highlight Award on the Improve with Stephanie podcast, please email info at NelsonLegacyEnterprises.com. Whole Healed and Healthy Empowerment Group serves women in life transition, seeking change, requiring hope and support. This movement thrives on sharing the stories of women through a web series called Her Story, Her Journey. As a result of women sharing their stories, hundreds of women have found the support needed through challenging times. If you would like to learn more, please visit their Facebook page at Whole, Healed, and Healthy. Let's talk about it. So Jamie, thank you so much. You are here for Improve with Stephanie and I am introducing a new segment and you are my first guest on the Whole Healed and Healthy segment um, to help not only entrepreneurs, but people really get um, tangible, authentic conversation around like mindset and how to really stay on the journey to um, growth and um, really just get committed to not just their personal healing, but just the process of growing and evolving as a person and as an individual and how to do that authentically. So this podcast segment is separate from most of our other podcast segments. So I'm not going to start it like I normally do, but we're going to have a, a genuine conversation. And today's concept and discussion is about gaining the clarity that you need and overcoming anxiety and depression. Heavy, right? I know it's so, so heavy. Especially. It is, especially during this season. So thank you so much for joining. Thank you so, so much. And um, 
I appreciate this opportunity to have this discussion. Um, you guys have already learned about Jamie's um, background and what she brings to the table in the previous portion of the podcast. But I want to tell you on a personal level, um, Jamie and I um, have a very uh, interesting connection because Jamie dynamic. was my, yes, but, and, and it's, it is dynamic. Um, we, she was my very first um, paid coaching client. I used to coach I know on, my very first paid. I had lots oh. of clients that didn't pay or people that I served that I didn't know. pay, but you were my first paid coaching client. And I'm not a coach. I'm actually, that's not my thing. But at the time um, I was exploring it as an option and she, she trusted my skill set and my expertise enough that she paid me on time every month. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so, yes. Listen, I got to say that to the entrepreneurs out there on time every on, month. <laughs> on time every month. Um, That's the truth. And it say. was it was something else, right? We did in person. We did. We were virtual for a time. And then I came in and we did intensives. I mean, it was, we did what we did. And so the result is it was intense. The result was that she is now doing some amazing things, but we'll, we'll talk about that um, as time goes on. But what I really want to talk about is um, how did you, where did you come to, where have you, how did you get to the place where clarity was the norm? Clarity is the norm. I, I, nobody told me that. Nobody told me that clarity is the norm. First of all, thank you, Stephanie, for inviting me. Um, I appreciate the fact that you, you know, you think highly enough for me to want to put me on your platform because you know. <laughs> This girl can be a little wout, uh, but I'll behave myself. That's why I put on a shirt. You know, I had my shoulder showing. Then I said, is man going to be here? Nope. Then let me just cover up my shoulder then. You know, I don't want to waste a good shoulder. You know what I'm saying? But clarity, um, Stephanie, seriously, clarity doesn't come to me until I seek it if that makes sense. And the way I seek it is I go back to my foundation and my core. My foundation and my core is the most high, my faith in him. And if I don't seek him and find clarity in what he wants me to do within my business, I'm not doing it at all. I don't care if everyone else, and I can give an example, um, live stream. Um, the live stream uh, platform is just, busy is filled with a lot a lot of people everyone is doing live stream especially now with the pandemic um COVID-19 which makes this now a historical documentation um because we're in a COVID in a historical moment right now everyone is online so you go on Facebook you cannot even scroll your page without seeing someone live at any time of the day and they're making money that way. Well, live stream causes me anxiety. So 
what I said, and, and before I'll say no to something, and I know, Stephanie, you know this, like my first answer to everything is no. <laughs> Every question is no. I mean, you would say, well, Jay, uh, no. You didn't even know what I said. Yeah, but I know whatever you're about to ask me, the answer is no, because I got to take that thing and I got to take it back to the shop and I got to analyze it. And I got to make sure if it fits within my personality. And so what I did with the live stream was um, I, I went on the live show on the live show with my coach on her platform every day for almost two years. And that's the longest I've ever took to make a decision about something. Um, usually, you know, I can pretty much tell that I'm not going to go with it pretty quickly. But with Lashman, because I knew it was attached to money, I knew that it was an entrepreneurial thing of getting money. You know, that was one of the sales tactics, tactics of making money. Um, I wanted to try my hand at it. It caused me anxiety. And every morning before I went live or when, whenever I was getting ready to go live at any time, whether it was on the show or whether it was for my business, I would get this extreme overwhelming anxiety to the point where I had to take medication um, and do other things to drink. I would have like a, you know, a glass of wine, whatever it was just to kind of calm the beast until I got through that episode of live stream. And then one day I woke up, I was like, why are you putting your body through this? Did I make money? Absolutely. Was I successful at it? Absolutely. Grew my business very quickly. But at the same time, it killed my body. My body was, you know, I started gaining weight, um, started breaking out a lot. My, my skin even changed because of anxiety, depression. Literally every single day that I'm putting this weight on me. So I had to make it. All right, all right. I went to God about it because I didn't. I didn't really ask Him about the live stream thing. You know, I asked Him about right to heal, and right to heal He approved. But I'm like, okay, so live stream is just a marketing tactic so that I can, you know, get more exposure. That thing caused me anxiety. So I went to Him. I was like, you know what? Is this for me? So God went down a checklist for me, a yes or no checklist. And every question he asked, he said, well, does it make you feel this? Yes. Do you feel that? Yeah. Like he was very clear. And then at the end, he was like, so should you do it? Because if I'm not in it, I won't give you something that's going to cause you to be sick in your body. Sickness and disease is from the devil. It's a spirit and it's not mine. So if all of these things are happening to you and I got the clarity right then and there to one, seek the core of me, seek who I am, what makes me me. And if anything causes me anxiety, I have to be brave enough to let it go. And so I called my coach and I said, 
I'm, I'm not going to be on the show anymore. You know what she said to me? She said, I was waiting for you. I didn't think you were going to last this long. You lasted longer than I thought you would. Because she knew I hated live stream. But she let me walk myself through that process. One, because I don't like being controlled by nothing. And anxiety controls my life. Even, even to this day. I just had an episode last, last weekend. And I laugh about it. I don't know if it controls me today. Because after this last bout of anxiety and depression, I can laugh about it so hard now. And I would love to tell y'all the story about it because anxiety really is just an overactive mind. It's thoughts that are moving too quick for your brain to catch it and categorize it. Cause that's what the brain does. When a thought enters it, it categorizes it. It hurts you. It made you happy. You know, it puts it in all these different buckets. But with anxiety, the thoughts move so quickly that the brain can't catch it and it can't categorize it. So now it's just a rock. It's just all these thoughts and they keep having babies. And now you just, you know, talk yourself up into a panic attack. And so that's the life of anxiety, right? But um, <clears throat> last weekend, I took myself through an entire phase of loving God, worshiping. And this is what happened is my, my lights, it was a storm. The lights were cut out. <laughs> I didn't know when it's coming back on, but you know, all I knew is my phone was about to die and I had no lights. I had no electricity. I had no nothing. And it's just me there in that state. And I don't know anyone cause I don't go anywhere. So I don't have friends. So I don't, ha you know, and even without my phone, I can't call anyone cause all of my numbers are in the phone. Siri, call my mother. Siri calls it. So Siri's dead. <laughs> I'm stranded, right? And this is what's all going through my head. So I went from worshiping, praising God. Okay, at least I can have time with him. Then I went to uh, depression and anxiety because I don't know when is, you know, anybody's going to come find me. Like, is they going to send the cops? Does anybody care? I went to suicidal thoughts. Like, it just kept getting darker and darker and darker. And then literally it started getting dark in the house. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't have any flashlights. So, but I did, I did have a lamp. So, but all of that happened in the first hour of me being without power. <laughs> I had all of these thoughts that kept creating more thoughts that were similar to that thought. And it just led me into a panic attack. Three days later, I laugh about it. Like I'm sitting in the bed laughing and I say, I know God and Jesus up there laughing at me right now because I just literally freaked out for three days. And he was like, for three days? Like really? Chill. Um, but my lesson in knowing that was for first learning how my brain operates. So now today I can create something that's one, not going to put me in that position where I'm going to freak out again. So <laughs> it's learning more about yourself, how your brain operates, and then how you can create a lifestyle so that it doesn't kill you earlier than you're supposed to go. Because anxiety is a side, stress, silent killers of the body, especially in the Black community, especially for Black women who carries a lot on their weight and not talking about things, right? So... Um, that clarity thing is really being quiet 
and then listen, because oftentimes we pray and get up and leave. But, you know, God's chasing us down like, wait, but I didn't, I didn't say nothing. Hold on. Come back. Come back to the prayer room. That's what clarity is. Now, when I pray, I don't say a mumbling word. I sit down and I say, speak, Lord. And that's it. That's where I get my clarity. That was a long answer. But, you know, I, wow. I do. The, <laughs> the, I mean, just, oh, I mean, there's so much there. Right. And it was so powerful to me because I think what happens is we, first of all, I had received, when I got the level of clarity in my business, the level of how my mind changed and how yeah. I approached the work and being okay with no was yeah. like that was that was mind altering like that was that was earth shattering shifted my whole world you know what yeah. i mean um and so to hear you walk through the categories of thought how you are i mean it was just a powerful moment so if i would have anything to share it would be more about like what did you do <laughs> When you sit quiet and you mm -hmm. ask God, speak Lord, what does he say to Jamie to continue, mm -hmm. to help her continue down this road of her level of clarity and her level of overcoming? What, what does he, how does he sustain that? So I always have the word with me when I sit, because I know that God is going to use his word to speak to me. And so I'll, you know, go to a chapter and it really depends on where I am in that space. If I am overwhelmed with work, um, you know, he would lead me, he's been leading me lately to Psalms 23, the entire, the entire scripture. So he'll lead me to his word because that's, he knows that that's the thing that I'm going to listen to. He knows my love language. He knows how to tell it to me. He knows how to deliver the message to me. He knows the exact words that, he, that is going to provoke action from me. So we already built that. He and I, God and I already built the relationship where he can trust me. Because he knows, even though, you know, I'm going to, and I complain, can I, I forgot to tell y'all that part. I quit Jay Publishing House like a hundred times in that first hour because, you know, after I got past the first hour, I was okay. But that first hour, the rest of the, the, rest of the time that I was, you know, I call it the blackout <laughs> period, it was fine. But I forgot to tell y'all that I quit my business a hundred times and I even went further to write out a game plan of how I was going to um, publicly announce that J Publishing House is closing down. And, you know, as of this date, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I went the whole nine. But, and, and I will say that a part of J Publishing House did die in that blackout that I gave up and, and I mourned for it. I cried and everything, but this was after the whole one hour shabakal or whatever going through. Um, in order to hear from God, in, in order for me, let me make it personal. In order for me to hear from God, I can't be overwhelmed. I can't be stressed out. I can't be under anxiety. 
I can't be any under any of those spirits. So we first, when I sit down, we first cleanse myself from those spirits because that's what it is. And I know, you know, doctors will tell you something differently, but I'm coming from a very spiritual per perspective because I, um, that's how I run myself, my business, my life. That's my foundation. I'll go back to that. So when I speak about how I do things, I'm doing it because this is the core of me. You have to find, and but it took me years, Steph, to get to the place of accepting who I was or even knowing who I was or how I operate or knowing my own love language. So when I get clarity, I first have to cleanse myself from the things that's causing me the frustration. And so if business is frustrating me, I'll walk away from it from, for 24 hours so that it clears me and it gives my mind something else to think about. Because if you're constantly thinking about the thing that's frustrating you, now you're going to end up with a heart attack. I mean, it goes from frustrate, a little bother, you know, a little, you know, a little something that kind of irritated you or rubbed you the right way. But if you don't touch it, then it's going to escalate to something. Now I'm offended. And if you don't touch it, now I'm more than offended. Now I'm kind of like pissed off or now I'm anxious. Now I'm having a panic attack. Now I'm having a heart attack. That's all untouching the little thing that kind of rubbed you wrong the first time. You know what I'm saying? And it can happen in a moment, of, in, a, in a matter of minutes, right? Of you escalating. I've seen, my, it was like I was having an out of body experience this past weekend. Like I saw myself. And I was like, fool, get yourself together. Like, what is wrong with you? But what was wrong with me was I had all this place of built up anxiety that I did nothing with. I just let it sit there and fester and grow inside of me. And Let's, so now that I'm in crises, I run to God. Right. Let's talk about that purge though. Cause that's yeah. a process. You know, it is, that, yeah. that's a, that's a complete process in and of itself, that right. purge piece. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, dang, mm -hmm. we thought I was, I thought yeah, I was good. <laughs> I thought, you know what I mean? Because it's so funny because every year I read that book, um, wholeness, I read it every, at the beginning of every year, I won't actually be in the U S this year. So I will read it while I'm in Nigeria and I will read that book at the beginning of the year because it is the purge. It is the getting rid of all of the things that you okay. carried, thought you had released, yep. but really didn't. Yeah. And you re have, you have to reevaluate that journey because it's so funny because it's, there are things that you thought you were healed from yeah. that you, to your point, right. Had let just sit and then they escalated again. Yeah. It's coming back. You know, and so it's, it's that crazy, or like, why is this triggering me? I thought this was over yeah. because you didn't, well, because you got, you know, as, as you, as they say, the older ladies, when I, back in my, you know, when I was young, my mom and them used to say, cause you didn't got suchy much, you know, <laughs> suchy much. <laughs> you, you, old, you didn't got hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, oh, okay. first, you know. You forgot that you're supposed to go, <laughs> you forgot you're supposed to go through that process yes. continually. Yeah. It's yeah. a cycle that you continue to, con that you continue to use over and over mm -hmm. again because healing is cyclical. It's not a straight line. It's not. And it ain't pretty. It don't it's feel not good. pretty. It's um, not, doesn't feel good. And you need like to. Yours. No, mine does not look like yours. Mm -mm. And, and, and the, the blessing in that is that 
as a as a believer as we follow after christ right mm -hmm. we have to then make a decision to accept your healing journey yeah yeah because that's what we're called to do versus judge it you know oh well you know but can i can i i want to add something to that stephanie and this is sure what i want the, the listeners to say now it's easy now yeah it's hard to not judge somebody else but it's even harder not to judge yourself yeah we can just stop judging and criticizing ourselves that's true that's yeah. what i did um you know during that blackout period i complained about everything everything like to the point was i was sick of hearing my own voice again in the first hour because <laughs> after i got past all of that I was good, but I had to process. But you know what God told me on my way here to Alabama, I'm visiting a friend who lost a husband um, recently, but on my way here, and I came with the intent, you know, um, God, I'm your vessel. So whatever is in me has to be cleaned before I get to her. Then the blackout happened. Yeah. Then the whole cycle thing happened. Like my mind just like went crazy. I thought I was, you know, it, the, will anybody come? I was looking out the window, looking if anybody was coming to see me. My daughter was living with, is living with me. She got up and went to work, you know, like on time every day, like nothing was happening. And I wanted to bust her in the head. Like, how you gonna leave your mama here in the dark? <laughs> Listen, she said life must go on. But you know what though? Isn't it, isn't it crazy yes. how we ask God for yes. something? Yes. He provides yes. and he he helps us he creates the scenario and the situation <laughs> that gives us exactly what we need and then we're looking at him like how dare yes. you in this situation how yes. could you leave me and forsake yes. me because you said you wouldn't but then you did now now we say he lying yeah, yeah. right now now he lying. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. So my thing is we we ask God for the purge yeah. and then he creates the environment yeah. for purge and then we don't know what to do inside mm -hmm. the purge. Mm -hmm. This is something I was just we had I host I um co-host an international prayer call. Mm -hmm. And last week what the 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 discussion was around um devotion, mm. being devoted to God um and as a, a during the course of that conversation after he was talking about the devotion component that the thing that i was left with was this overwhelming desire to repent to yeah. just kind of come back to your first belief your first work your first mm -hmm. understanding mm -hmm. you understand mm -hmm. and so one of those things is about mm -hmm. that was you you talk about you want your heart to be pure you want your heart to be clean you want your heart to be in a posture of blah 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 we say all these little churchy little all the pretty stuff yeah all that little <laughs> you know all that little god spiritual stuff right right yeah and then it happens and we can't follow right we can't simple word yeah mm -hmm. simple word huge task huge we can't follow we can't follow because one of the things that God gave us and his loving kindness toward us was free will. Yeah. So we are divided. So that purging period for me, 
is is about realigning to what I understand to be the core of not just who I am, but it sets me on the path to follow. When we follow after what we core, what our core belief systems are, our core value systems are, when we follow that, the level of clarity and peace that we experience reduces and eliminates anxiety and depression. But do you know why that happens? It's because why? we're not fighting to be somebody else. We're simply being who we are, who we were created to be. Yeah. The moment you try to fit yourself my, you know, I hear what coach says this, but other people say this too, like you fit this square in a circle or you try to fit a, spark, a circle in a square. You try to fit yourself into what society says you should be or what your, your intimate partner says you should be or what school, the education system says you should. When you try to fit yourself into what someone else outside of who you were created to be, that's where the anxiety comes. Yeah. That's where the depression comes because now yeah. you're trying to, it's really yourself warring with who you're trying to make yourself to be. And, and, and the two words that are coming to my mind in this moment is be free, be free, be free. And, and, mm -hmm. and people, they misconstrue freedom. They misconstrue it. Freedom mm -hmm. does come with some constraints when you follow after your value system, there is a constraint yeah. in yeah. freedom. Um, but people misinterpret that constraint. They want to, you know, they can try to use constraint as control, which is not the same thing. Right. It ain't. But constra the, the constraints were put there to protect you. And the they were, were those boundaries. Yes, yeah. because yeah. the those boundaries are there not only to protect you from yourself, yes. but they're there to protect others from you as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so when I... I think my anxiety, um, I would say mine is a depression story more than an anxiety. I don't always get overwhelmed by my thoughts in the way of like my mind racing. That ha doesn't happen as often. You're blessed. Uh, yeah, it doesn't happen as often, but oh, that depressive, heavy spirit, I, well, I experience that. Yeah, I they do that. That. <laughs> oppressed they are cousins that yeah. oppressive spirit like you ain't worth nothing girl you ain't gonna be able to do that i don't even mm. know why you brought that up why did you even say that who do you think you are yeah and it's ironic because i came up in a household where i was empowered mm -hmm. constantly so you but the problem becomes entrepreneurs too though right I was you were raised by entrepreneurs. So I was. it's like in your DNA. It is. It's a part of who I am. And yeah. it's so funny because uh it's just it's I I leverage one thing to do something else, to do something else, to do something else, to do something else. Yeah. It's never <laughs> like, okay, I've I've got it, I've arrived, I'm here. Right. My sister yeah. encouraged me yesterday. She just encouraged me and just was like, yo, you know, um, my one of her mentors is like 60 and he's really just getting into his sweet spot that's why when you hear entrepreneurs talk about how they're not retiring it's because they yeah. don't really they don't ripen until they get to that sweet spot so we're mm. not really and then when you love what you do you're not retiring from it because it's what you love right. to do. right 
So you're, yeah. you, you didn't, you didn't become an entrepreneur to retire. You became an entrepreneur to be free. True. Oh, that's good. You know what I mean? You didn't really, you didn't really come become that person so you can retire and you can just sit back. Cause what you going to do when you sit back, you gonna find another project to do. You can't, you can't, as an entrepreneur, you can't help it. You're going to try to find another problem to solve. You cannot so, not create. <laughs> you can't not create. It's just who you are. And so one of the things that I know for certain is that I suffer from that depressive, weighty, heavy spirit, you know, that tries to come. So that whole healed and healthy journey for Stephanie was literally mm -hmm. about fighting against that and healing from what I felt like I deserved because of poor choices I made. Mm. So I never blamed anybody else. What Man. I dealt with was my own choices Mm -hmm. And thinking that I deserved it because I chose that. So the consequences are mine versus living the redeemed lifestyle. Yeah. You yeah. know, the redeemed lifestyle means, okay, yes, you deserve this, but my mercy is sufficient. Mm -hmm. My grace is sufficient for you. Mm -hmm. You deserve mm -hmm. this, but you don't have to have it because of who you decided to, to take on as, as your name, you know, as your name, you decided mm -hmm. to hide yourself in the blood, hide yourself mm -hmm. in the cross. You decided to hide yeah. your life in the life of Christ. And so when you think about it like that, it was a process and it still is every single day. Sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. a, a friend of mine and I were talking and we were sharing about, you know, how depression can impact you and how sometimes it literally is the most difficult thing to just get up and take a shower. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's the most difficult thing. Sometimes it, it feels like you're, dry, you're dredging through mud. It's like, oh my God, get up yeah. and take a shower. So I was talking about ways that I, little uh, tricks that I use to mm -hmm. um, encourage and motivate myself. Like for instance, I love spending time with my son. It's like the best thing ever. So it, I don't ever want him to be like embarrassed to be with me. So you can't be funky. You got to go get in the shower. You know, if I know that I'm going to go and right. spend time with him and I'm in one of those little funky moods where I'm just like, Ugh, I just want to sit still. I don't really want to do anything. I just want to be left alone then I'm, I encourage myself by saying, oh, but I'm going to spend time with him today. So let me get myself together. You know, um, other things that there are other ways that we have to encourage ourselves to really, um, one of the things that I know that you can relate to for sure. And we can talk through this a little bit is the I am statements, the confirmations, the mm -hmm. affirmations that we use yeah within ourselves not the cliche not the cliche right. more like the you know what is that i am statement that i know for me when i i loved listening to you talk about when you pray it's no more me coming to god and just just talking just emptying out my guts right. as i call it throwing up <laughs> right this is not about me this is you right you take an an active proactive um mm -hmm. response to just be quiet and say speak 
And yeah. one of the things that that is an affirmation of a kind, right? Because it's like, I know who he is. He lives in me. Yeah. I'm affirmed through him. Let him speak to me. Yes. You know what I'm yes. saying? That yes. gets rid of the anxiety and the depression. It does. And because see, I'm going to go back to saying this, anxiety, depression are, are evil spirits. When you speak the word, it can't stay. Light and dark can't stay in the same space. Go somewhere where you can find light and dark in the same space. With God, it, he can't stick around. So once I purge myself with the word, now the enemy is gone. And now it's a clear path for God to speak to me and give me clarity on what to do next. So me going to him now, it's like, listen, I spend all day with this brain. I'm sick of hearing me talk. Let me carve out some time for my creator and say, you know what? This is your time, God. And so that whole purging process, um, you were talking earlier about the depression. You know, a lot of us entrepreneurs particularly can't recognize when we're depressed or can't recognize when we're anxious because we've worn that cover so long, we've worn that coat for so long that it's normal to us. But people on the outside is like, you know, if, if you, listen, I can tell <laughs> you, I don't wanna get too graphic, but you know, there are some, there are some sure signs um, of when depression is there. And then the most important thing is, I'll go back to one, you gotta know who you are, your behavior, how you feel, but two, now you can build a battle plan around it. Now you can build a strategy around it. So like you said, when you feel like you don't want to go, your motivator is your son. That one gets you to walk in snow barefoot and nine months pregnant because my son over there at the store and I got to go get him. That's your motivator. You will come hell or high water. I'm going to make sure he does not go without. I'm going to make sure he does not feel any lack in his life. The passion that you have that's, you've already created. You recognize that there were some things going on with you. So what, what is that motivator for me that's going to make me get past that or get over that or not allow it to sink as long, right? For me, <clears throat> I, I, I don't know. I guess it's a, it's a number of things. If not, it's the word. So we're talking about affirmations. I am. I stopped just making up crazy affirmations because it sound good because because it sound good don't mean it got power i need something that's gonna make this thing move and move instantly okay i ain't gonna be sitting out here saying i am beautiful what's the scripture in that i am fearfully and wonderfully made boom demon gone because he can't stick around with the word that's the weapon that's your weapon your weapon is the word so don't just um you know come up with affirmations because it sound good or it rhymes or you hear it a lot of times, if it doesn't have the word to back it up, it is powerless and it does nothing. You are not moving. You're still just getting up every day saying some words that don't mean nothing. And you're still stuck in that place of anxiety because what it's going to do is create more demons. It's going to create more anxiety because it ain't doing nothing. Because see, what's going to happen is you're going to keep speaking. I am beautiful. I am beautiful. Then bad stuff keep happening. Now you think God ain't who he is because your, your prayers didn't get answered. But your prayers weren't answered because you weren't talking to him. He speaks through the word. So when, so now the, the prayers weren't answered. Now you're disappointed. Now you're angry at God. Now, and then you see how it just, it just tumbles and it gets worse and worse and worse. And it snowballs. You, it snowballs. And mm -hmm. so when you create your affirmations, 
make sure it's based on a foundation of the word, the weapon, because that is what's going to move you. I am fearfully and wonderfully made, which means even when yes. I say that, even when I say that, I feel myself. You know what I'm saying? I feel yes. like I want to put a little shoulder, put a little shoulder to it, right. <laughs> put a little attitude to it, because it's yeah. the word that gives life to any situation. It's the word that gives life to any situation. Well, saints, friends, <laughs> that right Partners, there. Partners, lawyers. <laughs> Listen, because honestly, I think, you know, and so uh, Jamie and I are fortunate because we align in our belief systems. Um, and so we can have these kinds of dialogues and it just free flow but friends who don't have our, this particular belief system or this set of beliefs, find out what's core to you. Yeah. Find out what it is that is core to you so that you can get a sense of what it means to have clarity and remove the anxiety and the depressive uh, feelings that you have. If it's therapy, get a therapist if a it's good a good one right a <laughs> right you, right well that's a good point because i do have a resource and i will put that in the comments after i ask her if it's okay if i do that um but yeah i have a good resource and make sure she and she's excellent um very very good um at helping not only entrepreneurs but people in general um mm -hmm. to overcome you know those those and give you practical steps to overcome um, some of yeah. us had to figure it out, right? We didn't know because we weren't raised in households that talked about depression, did not talk about anxiety. We, we just yeah. dealt with our lives, right? We weren't, yeah. it wasn't, it what, we didn't, <laughs> right. We didn't, they didn't know what it was. We didn't bring it up. It wasn't the, it wasn't a whole bunch of talking about feelings and caring on you weren't going through all that. Okay. We had um, too much work to do. That's too, we had too much, too much on our shoulders and too many responsibilities. But Jamie, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for this first segment because this is powerful. When you overcome the anxiety and depression, it opens you up to the endless possibilities in your life, whether you are career minded, whether you're an entrepreneur, whatever it is that the opportunities are limitless do you have anything you want to add to that i i want to encourage the um the listeners that because you just because you have something that's limiting like anxiety or depression doesn't mean your life is over and it doesn't mean that you can never get rid of it it just means that you got to learn what are your triggers um what's going to keep those things at bay i gave my anxiety a name i can't call her name on the radio because you got to bleep it out but I gave her a name because I needed her to know that she was separate from me. It's a whole different character. That's not who I am at my core. I wasn't born with anxiety or depression. So I gave them names so that I can tell them where to go, which is away from me. So you got to find out what is that thing that, what are your triggers? And then how can you build a safe place for you? Um, for those who are not believers, my advice is that, you know, whatever's overwhelming you is probably overwhelming your thought in your head because it's in your head. So get it out of your head. Write it in a journal. Write it on a piece of paper. Entrepreneurs, if you don't have an organizer or a planner, what are you doing in your business? 
Because once you put that thing on paper, you can see that it's not as overwhelming as you, it's not as many, you don't have as many to-do lists as you thought you did. It just seemed like it was a hundred things, but when you write it down, it's just really 10. <laughs> so getting rid of the anxiety and depression is something that you can do. Um, and, and it's up to you. It's not something that you know, someone else can do for you because they don't know your triggers. Get to know what your triggers are and then build a plan around it so that you can have a happy life, a whole, healthy, happy life. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Join us weekly for high impact episodes to help you grow, scale, and innovate your company. Find us online at nelsonlegacyenterprises.com.